Hey, welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. We're experiencing a heavy rainstorm here in California, so uh, the show must go on. And, you you know, you might hear some tapping uh, on the window or s- the sound of the rain. I don't know. But anyway, um, we're just going to keep on keeping on. We're going to do what we got to do in, um, right through the rain and all. Anyway, now we're going to pick up where we left off last time. If you didn't hear episode one of this series, I really strongly encourage you to go back and listen to it. Also, um, I would encourage you to read Daniel chapter one, probably all the way through Daniel chapter seven. It would, you know, help to familiarize you with the text that I'm talking about. Um, I previously mentioned that uh, the prophet Daniel dreamed a dream in the book of Daniel chapter seven. I described the four beasts that he dreamed about last time. And having said that, let me now explain what the dream meant according to scripture and history. It's kind of a rough start, but you get the gist of it. He dreamed of four beasts, which represented four kingdoms of the world. Daniel's vision revealed that the Messiah will be the ruler of a spiritual kingdom. We haven't really got to that part yet. That will overcome and overshadow all other earthly kingdoms. He had this dream in the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon. These beasts that he dreamed about came up out of the Mediterranean Sea. The first beast, remember it was the lion with wings. Well, that first beast represented the Babylonian Empire. According to Daniel, This lion with eagle's wings represents Babylon's swift contract conquest. Now, the next one we talked about was the bear and the bear represented the Medo-Persian empire. This bear had three ribs in his mouth, which represented the conquest of three major enemies. The ruler of Babylon makes this great feast and then this handwriting appears on the wall. And basically King Belshazzar had made a great feast for thousands of his lords and they drank in front of, you know, thousands of people. It was a party going on. And Belshazzar, these names, wow, when he tasted the wine, commanded that the vessels of gold and of silver that his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple in Jerusalem be brought before the kings and his lords, his wives and his concubines that they might drink from it. And so 
uh, the people went and they brought in these golden vessels that had been taken out of the temple, the house of God in Jerusalem. And the king and his lords and, and, and his wives and his concubines drank from them. And when they were drinking, they drank this wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. And then the scriptures say that immediately the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace opposite the lampstand. I'm telling you, this Bible is something else, boy. When you get to really reading and hearing, I mean, it's, it's sci-fi, it's drama, it's, it's all that. I mean, you know, woo, it, it'd be a lot going on. Anyway, the king saw the hand as it wrote. Then the Bible says that the king's color changed his thoughts began to alarm him his limbs gave way um his color changed his his thoughts his knees started buckling or knocking together anyway he sends for daniel and daniel comes and interprets the dream and the result of this interpretation was um that god was telling belshazzar god has numbered the days of your kingdom and brought it to an end. And he told him, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes. And that night, the ruler of Babylon is slain. The new emperor Cyrus defeated the Babylonians. The Babylonian empire existed no more. The empire of Medo-Persia takes his place. The bear who is exceedingly strong now rules. This bear is also referred to as a ram with two horns in Daniel chapter 8. With Daniel's words before us and history behind us, we can see the head of gold in Daniel chapter two is Babylon. If you go back and read Daniel chapter two and there's a figure there and, and it talks about um, this head is made of gold. Um. And, and, and the head that's made of gold is Babylon. Then it goes on to say the breast and arms are made of silver. And this is the Medo-Persian Empire. And um, it refers to, um, you know, it is, it's referring to these, these, uh, um, Different types of metals. That's what it is. This is different types of metals. And so each one has a different one. And so Medo-Persia is the uh, um, arms and, and uh, uh, silver. And so um, the, the breasts and arms of silver. Sorry about that. Anyway, now the lower trunk of this 
image that is being described in Daniel chapter two talks about brass or bronze, and it refers to the leopard with wings and four heads. And the reason why it's saying that 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 it had these wings and the four heads was that it was it was fast, it was swift, and and it said that dominion was given to it. This is the Grecian Empire. So you got Babylon, the head of gold. You have the breast and arms of silver, which is Medo-Persia. Now you have the leopard with the wings and the four heads. This is the Grecian Empire. The Greeks or Greece is referred to as the leopard in Daniel chapter seven. And it's also referred to as the goat, the greatest of all time in that day. In chapter eight, Alexander the Great conquered most of the known civil world civilization at that time in four years. He went through and I mean, he just conquered and almost it was so fast and it was so swift um, but the thing about Alexander the Great was he never married. He didn't have any descendants. So when he died, which was at an early age, his kingdom was divided into four divisions with four rulers. So now the Greeks defeated the Medo-Persians. There was the Babylonians the Medo-Persians defeated the Babylonians. Now the Greeks come along and defeat the Medo-Persians. Then Daniel dreams, his dream uh, continues and he gives special attention to this fourth beast. He talks about that it is uh, exceedingly strong and it had great iron teeth. And this fearsome beast had 10 horns. Well, the horn is a symbol of ruling power. This depicted Rome. Rome conquered Greece. But Rome was never conquered. It was destroyed from within. The prophet Daniel speaks of Rome as legs of iron. Why legs of iron? If you go back and read again, Daniel chapter two, because I'm I'm going flipping back and forth between Daniel two, Daniel five, Daniel seven, Daniel eight. Why legs of iron? Because history tells us that the Roman Empire split into two great halves, the Eastern and Western Empires. I sure hope I haven't lost you. <laughs> I hope you guys are getting this. Now, this division took place in A.D. 395. So everything that I'm mentioning now has already happened according to what the prophet Daniel said would happen. And this fourth beast had 10 horns or 10 kings. 
We can call this Rome one. These kings made up European kingdoms or nations. During this first existence of Rome, this Roman Empire, or Rome one is what I'm going to call it. The city itself provided expensive welfare programs for the poor. The citizens were kept happy and distracted by government-sponsored bread and entertainment at the monument known as the Colosseum. And the Colosseum is still there today. You can go and visit anytime. And, and this event was called Bread and Circuses because it was meant to entertain the people. Sexual perversion in Rome was just rampant because Rome was destroyed from within. And I'm going to uh, discuss that later, more later, uh, as we go on with this series. Daniel begins to tell us about the end times because it, it, he's telling us about history and then he's in, which is in the future for him. And then he switches and he gets into the end times. The ten horns or kings who so so, um, you know, Rome implodes, basically. But then there's these ten horns or kings who will reign shortly before God sets up his everlasting kingdom. So that so. What it is, is there's going to be a resurgence of that Roman Empire, a revival of the Roman Empire. And we're going to call that Rome, too. Now, this time, this same beast with the ten horns will sprout another horn. And the prophet said it will be smaller than the other horns. Remember, these are our uh, ruling authorities. It will have eyes like the eyes of a man and have human characteristics. It will have a mouth that utters great boast. In other words, this little horn that can speak when he speaks, he's not humble, but he's boastful and proud. And the Bible says that the lawless one will be revealed. This little horn is a future human ruler, the Antichrist or world power. This horn or ruler will make war against the saints and at first make peace with Israel, but then later make war against this country, against the country of Israel. In other words, this ruler, he will persecute them. He'll persecute the saints. The prophecy tells us that it is made up of 10 toes of iron and clay. See, the first Rome was two legs and, and it was made of iron. But this second beast that, that this Rome too will be made up of 10 toes of iron and clay. And this beast will rule until the coming of the Messiah. And this is yet to happen. These 10 kings 
do not have a literal fulfillment in Roman history or uh, in the Roman Empire of history because it's still in the future. The end of this present age is not going to come by gradual betterment until we reach some high point of excellence. But it's going to be by a crisis, a crash, a sudden catastrophe, something of that nature. Second, the end of the present age is now nearer or closer than it was. We who are Christ may look up knowing that our redemption draweth nigh. We see wars and rumors of wars, pandemics, crazy weather all over the world, earthquakes in diverse places, food shortages, volcanoes that have been extinct for years erupting, hurricanes increasing and increasing in intensity, human behaviors, which I don't even want to go into. Man, Sodom and Gomorrah ain't got nothing on us these days. And I can tell you, all this buying all the gold and silver as some folks is doing and all the guns won't help. People got caves and, and, and stuff so they, you know, whatever happens, they can go hide. You know, the preppers. You can prep all you want because the scriptures talk about that too. About people who are going to be running to the hills for shelter. This beast with ten horns and another little horn, well, I believe the church will be raptured out before the Antichrist is revealed. I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. During the time of this last beast, I believe they're going to be, because the scripture said they're going to be some believers here. But I believe the bride known as the church, the body of Christ, will be raptured out before the tribulation period. That this, that um, when this little horn will rule and speak, the church will already be gone. And if, you know, and if you believe different, okay, no harm, no foul. But it's just what I believe. But anyway. Hopefully this wasn't too much. I'm trying to break it out a little at a time. Um, but this is not where the dream ends. So come back next week for the best part. And I'm going to leave you with this. These days you can go to the mall and buy a bear. You know, you ever heard of that uh, build a bear? You can go and they have workshops and you can go in there and you can buy clothes and you can determine what you want this thing to look like and you can get all the stuff for it. It's called build a bear. Well, here's what I want to leave you with this thought. I want to leave you with don't build a relationship with a bear, build a relationship with the one who gives eternal life. The future can look terrifying, just as it did for Daniel. But the people of God need not be afraid because God is in control. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian believers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as we reflect on the love of God and the word of God. Join us every Wednesday. Click that subscription button. 
so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. While you're at it, spread the news to your family and friends to check out this podcast. Until next time, all my kings and queens, be blessed.